And then we get to the issue raised by my next guest. Michael Cooper is chief executive of Dream Office, and he says about a third of Toronto office buildings are obsolete. Michael Cooper, a pleasure to talk with you. I'm looking forward to finding out more. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so when you say that they're obsolete, um, is that just because they've got drafty windows, or, or what is it? Um, yeah, they're older buildings. They have to be improved. Uh, we had 172 office buildings. We sold 141 between 2016 and 2019. So this is an issue that uh, predates COVID, that uh, a lot of the buildings need to be, you know, you've got to have better HVAC in them. Uh, the, the, the climate uh, systems aren't that great. Uh, they do create a lot of carbon emissions. Uh, they need better connectivity. And uh, most likely, you know, tenants want a lot of amenities. So um, new buildings are doing very well. And buildings that have been improved over the years are doing well, but there's a lot of buildings that, you know, the only thing they were offering was cheap space, and those ones aren't doing very well. What is the cost comparison between refurbishing an old building and just building new? Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure. It's probably about 200 to $300 a foot to refurbish an office building into an office building that's more modern. And then the question is, by the time you get a tenant in, is the building worth all the money you put into it? Uh, I think the real thing we're looking to do is to uh, replace office buildings with apartments because there's tremendous demand for where people want to live. And uh, uh, that would take out some of the old buildings and um, the, the market for housing would be more in balance and the market for office space would be more in balance. Now, the natural thinking amongst people who don't work in the real estate industry would be, well, you know, take an office building, turn it into a residential building. But from what I understand, the configuration of office build buildings doesn't work. You wouldn't have enough light in your in your apartment. And also, they don't have the plumbing to handle it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of issues. But just to start... Uh, re residential buildings are basically 8,000 square foot floor plates and they could go up 60 stories. And office buildings are often 20 to 25,000 square foot floor plates, so they don't match. And you're right, there's just way too much interior space and uh, you, you can't use it very well. So occasionally a building can be uh, renovated into an apartment, but it's not likely and it doesn't really go to scale. But if you were to take an office building, let's say an eight-story office building, tear it down and build a 50-story apartment uh, on a per-square-foot basis, it's going to be um, worth it because, like, the old building, uh, let's say that's 100,000 square feet. If you build 400,000 square feet, it'll make economic sense to build a new building, and you'll have the right-side kind of apartments, and you'll have a lot more. And I'm, I'm a big heritage guy, so we're not going to be losing something in this process, are we? If we start tearing down office structures and replacing them with brand spanking new apart, uh, apartments? Um, well, I think that uh, I would never suggest that uh, heritage buildings that are uh, significant should be torn down at all. But um, a lot of the buildings I'm talking about are built in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and uh, I'm not sure they were ever well-liked. Thanks very much for this. It's uh, part of a much longer conversation, I'm sure. Michael Cooper, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay. Michael Cooper is CEO of Dream Office. They control a pretty large packet of uh, business spaces.